When it comes to making decisions for your life or your business, it's so easy to get caught in that life or death trap where everything you say or do feels so incredibly crucial. How do you make a decision? How do you land? And how do you stay still in your landing? That's what we're talking about today. Welcome back to Business Mindset Mastery, my friends. I am your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always catch up with me and learn about me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And I am so psyched to be back with you guys on the mic. I last recorded an episode on July 5th. 2019. We're now kicking off the second week in September. And honestly, when I last recorded that episode, my friends, I had no idea that I would ultimately end up taking a summer hiatus from the show. And when I made that decision, I made it from my gut. If you listen to that episode, which I'm assuming most of you probably have, given that you had so much time to catch up with me, you will know that I sat down to that episode sometime toward the end of June, looking to pre-batch my podcast through the summer. I was staring at a list of 27 episodes, and uh, for my own peace of mind and curiosity, I pulled up that list before I sat down to record today. And when I looked at that list today, I could tell you without a doubt, I made the absolute right decision that even though I had those shows outlined and organized and scheduled to get you through the summer, it didn't make sense to record them. They were a list of topics that had no direction. It was messaging that didn't have a point, And it was content for the sake of content. So when I saw that, I felt it in my gut. I instinctively knew what I had to do, and I took an unplanned hiatus from the show. When I did that, I don't think I knew that it was going to take the whole summer to find my way back and to answer some of the questions I had about the show, its direction, and how I wanted to move forward once the hiatus was over. I wanted to walk you through that process because it's a decision-making process. And one of the things I see a lot in the entrepreneurial and business ownership space is people who stay stuck and frozen and immobile when it comes to making a decision. They don't trust their gut. They want to go to like the peanut gallery and get everyone's opinion and catch everybody's two cents. They want to double check the strategy. They want to make sure that it makes sense business wise. They create a whole list of reasons and things that have to be checked and double checked in order to feel confident in the decision they're making. You will see and listen, really, (laughs) on that podcast episode from July, I didn't do any of those things. I didn't plan that morning that I went to record that I was taking a hiatus and I hadn't had a plan for what I was going to do next. I just knew that what I had in front of me wasn't going to work for what I wanted to create and I needed to take a beat to figure out what would. 
And as I did that, and I want to walk you guys through this process so that if you're stuck on something, if you're trying to figure out your direction, if you don't know whether or not to take a left or a right, you can use this episode and my example as a model for how you want to move through the world. Because when I hit hiatus on that and when I hit pause, I honestly thought I was going to get together a list of all my best episodes. I was going to repurpose them through the summer. I was going to give you my greatest hits and I was going to keep delivering episodes. Maybe I would miss a week or two while I got that all organized and set up, but I wasn't going to be gone as long as I was. And as I did that, as I started to take those steps, I realized that I was still doing the thing that caused me to put the show on hiatus in the first place. I was doing what I thought I should. I was doing what I thought everyone else would do. I was doing what I thought the right answer would be. And it still didn't make sense. Sure, I have a list of greatest hits episodes. And yes, I am going to be re-releasing those starting on Wednesday. And you will get some of those episodes intermingled with the discussions I want to have with you. But back in July, right after the 4th of July, when I was trying to get this all together for you guys, I was doing it so disorganized. I was doing it so haphazard because you see, I had been in my podcast for years delivering content five days a week. I Barely missed a week except for the time when I did a cross-country move and needed to get my own life together a little bit before I could communicate to you how to get your lives together. But I hadn't taken a beat. I hadn't paused. I hadn't taken the lens and zoomed out and looked at what it is I wanted to create. And that's an important part in any decision-making process. What is it? that you want. Making a decision has to come with self-awareness. Who are you? What do you want your life and business to look like? And does the decision you're about to make get you closer to or further away from that vision? That is how I made that decision when I pressed pause on the episode. That is how I made that decision when I opted to not just throw something together for the sake of having something. And that is how I made the decision to come back to you today in a new format. Because going forward, my show isn't going to be five days a week. I'm going to move it to two. And I'm looking forward to telling you all about it in just a second. That quick break we just had is a good example of how I want to do things differently going forward, but that's a story for just a bit later. I want to get back to what I was telling you earlier about the idea of the format of the show going forward, moving to two days a week. One of the things that I realized as I stepped away and as I was reevaluating the show and what I wanted it to be, is that my love of podcasting, my love of getting on the mic and talking to you guys every day, was clouding my view of common sense business. When I was pushing out that content, I felt so 
good about myself. I was getting to do the thing that I loved. It's my favorite part of my marketing plan. It's actually probably, aside from getting to do the coaching on demand with my clients, my favorite part of owning a business was podcasting. And because I loved it so much and it rarely, truly ever felt like work, I was just go, go, going. But one of the things I realized when I stopped and paused was I wasn't promoting the show. I wasn't telling anybody new about it. The the sort of focus on daily recording and daily content and getting the emails together and organizing my train of thought and outlining the episodes when a listener didn't have a question for me was filling up time that was getting in the way of marketing my show and marketing my business. Content for the sake of content wasn't working for the quality I was putting out, but it also wasn't working for my business strategy because those of you who follow me on social media or even on my email list, you all know that I'm not in those places very often. I rely solely on my podcast to get my word of mouth out, to get new listeners to the show. And when I was doing all of those episodes and prioritizing five weekly episodes, I wasn't thinking about it from a business perspective. If I want to have good, solid, honest conversation, I need to take the time to craft those conversations. And I can't do that when I'm planning episodes five days a week. But then I also need to create opportunities for people to discover those conversations so they can join us in them. And when I'm focusing on content, 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 recording, 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 the first thing that goes out of the window is any kind of promotional strategy. And the reality is, is that my podcast is the thing I'm most proud of in my business. It's the thing I hang my hat on. It's one of the first things that I tell people about myself when they ask ask me about my work and about my business. I identify as a podcaster, but I wasn't taking my show seriously if I wasn't willing to promote it. So it started to feel like I wasn't even showing up for my show, that I was, you know, in some ways it started to feel like a vanity project where I was just showing up because I like talking on the mic, but I wasn't really thinking about the common sense business strategy. And the reality is, is that if I don't want to phone it in and do content for the sake of content, I have to take the steam off the pressure cooker and release the valve a bit and make it so that I'm not trying to plan five weekly episodes. So I'm moving it to two. Is this a permanent decision? I don't know. But right now, two seems to fit and two feels good. I am going to continue to collect listener questions. I have collected them over the summer. I've interacted with the people who have reached out to me so they didn't get stuck waiting for an answer for two months because that didn't seem quite fair. But I am going to be interspersing listener questions with the conversations I want to have with you.
Now, before I started telling you about this, we heard a quick musical interlude, right? Well, that happened because I could feel a tickle in my throat coming, and I didn't want to cough on the episode. And one of the things that you all have listened to for a while is the random background noises, the coughs, the clearing of the throat, and all of that, because my value has been that I pick up my phone, which is what I use to record my episodes, I pick up the mic, and I just start talking. And it's mindset in real time, and I don't take the time to edit things out, and I don't take the time to do over, etc., etc. So what you hear is what you get. One of the things as I was collecting my greatest hits episodes, I realized is that as much as that sounds good and empowering, it's also not really professional. That doesn't mean I'm never going to sort of clear my throat on an episode again as I'm making a point. That doesn't mean that you're not going to hear some sort of distracting sound in the background a time or two. But what it does mean is I am going to try to be more mindful to avoid that. Not weird as a badge of honor that my show is perfectly and imper- you know is perfectly imperfect and it is what it is and what you hear is what you get because at the end of the day one of the things I realized in this hiatus was that I was compromising my professionalism. We talk a lot in the decision making process about what is it that you want. And I think a lot of times people trip up in that conversation with themselves because they're shooting on themselves. This is what they should do. This is how they might need to behave in order for someone to possibly want to buy from them. We spend so much time thinking about what our listener wants, our potential buyer wants, somebody else that we're not really thinking about who we are, what makes the most sense for us, and how do we move through the world. And one of the things I realized when I was sort of reflecting on my puffed up attitude around a perfectly imperfect show, um, I also happened to catch how often a curse word would um, escape my mouth. Additionally, I noticed some of my episodes got particularly ranty and um, particularly not without a point because I wasn't really thinking sort of with intention, I guess, is the best way to describe it. But I was also, I think, in this cavalier, casual way, trying to be how I thought I needed to be online, which is easy, breezy, devil may care, blah, blah, blah. But it also feels uncomfortably close to dumbing down my experience. I am not your best friend. I don't want to be your best friend. I'm not trying to influence you with my latest brand and collect, you know, I almost swore, you know, tons of followers. I am not trying to be some person that's so far outside of who I actually am. I'm not trying to collect a fan society. I'm not trying to collect loyal worshipers, if you will. 
I am a professional who wants to lead by example and teach my listening audience what it is I happen to know that will help them run their lives and their businesses better. And because I saw everybody showing up as the every girl, as the best friend next door, as the easy breezy whatever, I wasn't really owning the fact that I don't want to be that person. I want to be the expert. I want to be the professional. That's what I hang my hat on. I have over 20 years experience helping people with their lives and businesses. I have a skill set of expertise. And yes, I want to nurture you through it. I want to support you through it. I want to be your cheerleader through it. But I do not want to dumb myself down to do it. And I think as I listened back to some of those older episodes, I cringe a little because I can hear myself trying to be what I thought other people would really like to hear because I don't want to sound like a college professor or I don't want people to think they're being lectured and told what to do or that I'm just speaking on some mountain on high, pointing down and saying, hey, you live your life better. Hey, you run your business better. And because I was so worried that I would sound that way, I took the pendulum and just swung it Like, not in the totally wrong direction, but I certainly found myself heading in the wrong direction. And when you listen to my show, I want you to hear my expertise. I want you to hear my experience so you can use it and lean on it to make these decisions for yourself confidently. Because the reality is, is that I'm 43 years old, my friends. I am not your millennial podcast host. I am not coming to you because I so want you to have a better life. I am coming to you because I have built a better life for myself. I am coming to you because I've helped hundreds of thousands of people over the years do that for themselves. And I want that for you too because I believe I can show you how. And this sort of understanding and this perception, my friends, it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen in the first two weeks because you know what happened during those first initial weeks of hiatus? I was still in the body memory of how we always did it. You would send in the question. I would hop on the recorder. I would put, you know, put out that episode and we would be on with it. And it was on automatic pilot and it was such body memory after doing it for two years that I needed to really stop and pause and not do anything in order to get this clarity. And one of the things that I think is kind of a misnomer in the entrepreneurial space is this idea and this pressure people put on themselves to make decisions quickly. I don't think we do anyone a service when we say, okay, there's something wrong with you if you can't just think quick, act, and decide. Like, it shouldn't have to happen that way. It shouldn't be that way. But we have to give ourselves permission to be still and to sit in the not knowing. 
And not knowing is the scariest place for entrepreneurs. The not being able to see the right path right away, not have the right answer. We start to challenge our thinking. We start to think, well, maybe this means we're not really the expert. You know, the thing that I found myself saying on repeat was, maybe I already said everything I needed to say. After all, there were 300 episodes. Maybe I just emptied out my toolbox and that's all I've got. And I should call a wrap on the show. And I really did seriously consider just kind of going off into the night and ending the show quietly and not coming back. But that break, my friends, it helped me realize I still had something to say because I still have things I want to teach. I want you guys to make decisions as confidently as I made the series of decisions about this show. I want you to be able to hear your gut and trust your gut. I want you to be on a journey of self-awareness, of knowing who it is you are, how you move through the world, what sets you up for success, and what you are willing to do to ensure that those non-negotiables are met so that you can indeed become successful. This took time because when we go on autopilot, When we go on as we always have, we drift away from ourselves. And I think that's what happened for me on the show. I was so into talking all the time. I was so into sharing my daily stories, you know, um, just having fun on the mic that I didn't really ask myself, what is my intention? What makes the most sense here? What do I want to do? Who do I want to help? And how do I want to help them? Those are questions as business owners, we all need to be asking and we all need to challenge ourselves to find the answer. But when we rush to that, we just get lost because we make a decision impulsively. We do what we think will sell. We do what we think other people will want to hear. And we don't do what ultimately is going to set ourselves up for success, which is listen to our gut and then do that balance sheet. Does this get me closer to the life and the business I want to have, or does it move me further away? To not be afraid of the silence, to trust our ability to fill that silence with temporary things or in the meantime decisions without ever taking our eye off the idea that this needs to get nailed down at some point because not making a decision isn't an option. And that's how I managed this. I recognized that I wanted a more professional show. I recognized that I didn't want to dumb myself down, that I want to own my expertise in this space, that I don't want to be presenting in some way that I think other people would like more, but that I want to show up for you in a way that allows me to confidently stand tall in front of you. 
And I wanted to do it in a way that made sense. And as the summer was wrapping up, I had had two different vacations. My husband and I had a staycation here in California. Then I was able to go back east and catch up with my family and my friends back east. I like filled my heart. I was ready to come back. But then it was the end of summer for all of you. And it didn't make sense to just come back because I was ready. That we needed to set the listening audience up for success too. So the week after Labor Day just felt like the right time. Mondays and Wednesdays. A mix of shows that will challenge the way you think answer your questions that you might have on your life or business, and guide you to a better mindset. Because when you know who you are, how you move through the world, and you start to make decisions that set you up for that kind of success, and you see that success reflected back in in front of you, that's how you get confident in your decision making. We lose confidence when we're not checking in with ourselves, when we're not listening to our gut, when we're motivated by something other than our own personal guiding principles and we've moved over to the land of should because it would be so easy, my friends, to have just kept going on autopilot. And one of the things I kept hearing in letters were, Heather, I didn't think you were phoning it in. I didn't hear anything wrong. Heather, I didn't think your show had been compromised. I was still listening. I was still into it. And you know what that means, my friends? It means I did it right. It means that my wish for the show happened and I brought it to fruition, that I pressed pause before it compromised the integrity of the show. And the only way I was able to do that is because I am someone who regularly checks in with herself. How am I feeling? What does this look like? Is it consistent with who I am? Does it reflect how I move through the world? Does it set me up for success? And if it doesn't, am I willing to make a change? That's how we got here. Now, I have to tell you throughout these weeks and two months, I've worried about losing my listening audience. I worried a lot about a set of podcast interviews that I did. Um, If you found me through Rebel Therapist, thank you for sticking with me through the hiatus. Um, That was one of the podcast episodes that I did, and it came out um, for another show with Annie Schusler. Um, A lot of Rebel Therapist listeners found me through that and reached out to me and asked me a bunch of questions. I am going to be getting to your uh, questions on the show in the coming weeks. But um, I was worried about all of these people who are hearing me talk about my show only to come to it months later and find out that the show was on hiatus. The reality is, is I recorded that episode with Annie in the early spring. I had no idea at that time that by the time the episode aired, the show would have been on hiatus. I worried about other people, you know, loyal listeners not subscribing to the show, so not finding me when I came back. I worried about new flights of fancy and better, shinier, sexier, sassier podcasts filling people's feeds and, you know, getting to the point where people didn't really miss me. You can hear the worry and I'm sure you can imagine the things I worried about. But all of that, I don't have a lot of control over. 
All I can do is transparently tell the people who are finding me today and in the weeks have come that this is who I am. This is how I want to move through the world. And I really hope you'll join me. That I'm communicating transparently. This is why I went away for a while. I hope you understand. And if you ever need to go away for a while or press pause on something in your own business, I hope this process gives you the courage to do that. And then with my intention, I am going to follow through with actions to make sure that I am communicating that the show is back, that I am taking the time to promote it and that I am setting my show up for success because the better conversations happen with the wider, larger audiences. The more questions, the more diverse experiences brought to the table, the more everybody stands to learn. And that's what I want for all of you, to learn how to better set your lives and your businesses up for success. Now, if it's been a while for you and you have been chomping at the bit to get me a question, feel free to find me over at Heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Send your situation my way. I will unpack it and I will share my two cents on a future episode of the show. Thank you so much for being back with me. I really, truly did miss you guys. Please do take a second to do two things. Subscribe to the show because you're probably out of the habit of listening if you haven't already. And do take the time to head over to iTunes, leave a review, let people know that I'm back and I have something to say that's worth listening. It will help the show out and I would so surely appreciate your support. Thank you so very much for today, for your patience and waiting for me to come back. And I really, really do look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks so much. Bye for now.